Welcome, friends. Hello, everyone. This is Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. This should be a good one. I want to talk to you guys about Black Adam. And I want to talk to you about the rumors surrounding Henry Cavill. I also want to talk about the Batman universe with Matt Reeves. DC's back. It feels like it's back. That's for damn sure. I haven't seen Black Adam yet, but it sounds like The Rock has delivered. And not only delivered, but he's planning to sort of take over. I'm okay with that, you know? It's okay with me that The Rock wants to do Black Adam versus the Justice League versus the Suicide Squad movie. If that's what you want to build to and, you know, have that movie release somewhere around Secret Wars, which would be 2026, let's build that. We know that Henry Cavill, I mean, spoiler alert here, because, you know, if you haven't seen Black Adam, I haven't either. It's just impossible to not have this spoiler. It's just too big, right? You're going to see it at some point. You're going to hear it at some point. It's not going to ruin the movie for you. Henry Cavill is back as Superman. The Rock has done it. He's going to be, he's in that movie at some point. We know that. And he's not wearing the Man of Steel suit. He's wearing his newly altered suit. This scene was shot in September. The deal was done over Labor Day long weekend in September. And Henry shot a scene for Black Adam and he shot a scene for The Flash. That's a great sign. He's not signed to any sort of deal here, by the way. There's, like, yes, Man of Steel 2, there's rumors out there that it's happening, they're looking for a director, they're looking for, or sorry, not a director, they're looking for writers right now, and that's very, very early stages, right? Like, there's still a possibility that this doesn't go through. But I think it's going to depend solely on the success of Black Adam, which opening weekend, or sorry, not opening weekend, opening night, grossed a little over $7 million. Huge, so far. Um, listen, The Rock's a draw. He's a draw. People want to see him. And he's a big action movie guy, you know? People know him from multiple different franchises. Whether they're WWE fans or whether they're Fast and Furious fans, you know, those are big stages. And The Rock has conquered both of those stages. And it's really cool that this movie, Black Adam, regardless of how it ends up going down, whether I like it, whether it's not my cup of tea, whatever the case is. 15 years in the making. The Rock has really committed to this character. And he's really committed to this idea that Black Adam could reshape the DC universe. He could potentially, you know, put things back in order. Like, shape this in a way that we can grow and build 
the DCEU because let's be honest, the DC side of things has struggled. It's weird and it's rare to see a DCEU trailer or any sort of movie for that matter coming from that side of the universe. We've known the Flash movies coming out and we've known that Black Adam's coming out. But apart from that, it feels like we haven't gotten much DC content. You got Matt Reeves and you got Todd Phillips playing with their toys, if you will, with the Batman and Joker, right? And that's great. Let's have that. Keep that rolling for sure. Because, you know, that side of the universe is, it's awesome. And if we can have this place where both the DCEU is running and we have the Justice League back and we have this sort of greater threat that we can build towards or have this big matchup between the Rock's Black Adam and Superman and, you know, Justice League involved somehow Suicide Squad in there. I mean, we know that Amanda Waller is also in Black Adam. So that's really cool. And I'm sure she's going to kill it. Viola Davis always kills it as Amanda Waller. And she's probably my favorite part of the Suicide Squad movies if I had to pick a part. The thing I wanted to say in regards to Black Adam is he's, like from what I've seen from the trailers, he's going to be a fairly, um, how do I put this? Not hollow, but like, He's a powerful force and he's a draw to fans, but this movie is nothing more than a setup movie, in my opinion. Like, it's nothing more than a stepping stone, a mere glimpse into what potentially could become the DCEU. I really liked, like, I know for a fact that The Rock had pushed hard for the Justice League to be in this movie instead of Justice Society of America. JSA was the compromise and that's fair and I'm looking forward to seeing these characters like Adam Smasher, Cyclone and Dr. Fate. It looks great. Pierce Brosnan looks great as Dr. Fate. That's one of the coolest DC suits I've seen in a while. I just really like the tone of the blue with the gold mask and for those of you out there who are like oh this is a knockoff of Dr. Strange, Dr. Fate came first. Just saying. Just because DC's using recycled Marvel cinematic material, maybe, and making Doctor Fate somewhat similar to Doctor Strange, well, that's the source material, and that's okay. Doctor Fate was done after Doctor Strange on the big screen, but in reality, in history, Doctor Fate came first, and Doctor Strange was done after that. So, it's just, I wouldn't even go there, you know? Like, let's not compare similar sort of traits from Marvel to DC because DC is its own thing. And I think Dr. Fate is one of the coolest parts of any of the footage that I've seen. I don't know what it is about this Black Adam movie that has me a little bit cautious going into it. I'm just telling myself that it is that setup movie. But on the other hand, it can't be a setup movie if it doesn't succeed. So I'm happy to hear that, number one, the fan score on Rotten Tomatoes right now is sitting at like an 88%, which is just great. It's great news, right? 
because the audience is kind of who The Rock made this for. And it sounds like he put every, he spared no expense, as the guy would say from Jurassic Park. He spared no expense. I can't even really do it. But what I'm trying to say is The Rock put all of his money and his effort into producing and creating this character and creating it in a way that's going to just wow you. Um, maybe maybe that's VFX, maybe that's CGI, you know? Maybe he just dumped it all into that because the movie looks fantastic visually. And a lot of the reviews that I'm seeing on Twitter, people are calling it Snyder-esque action, which I like. So we're in for some slow-mo shots. I've even seen a couple of clips with, you know, Hawkman swinging his axe towards Black Adam, and that's a real Snyder-y slow-motion shot. But also... When you have the rock flying around, at first I thought it looked really weird, but some of the shots where he's levitating, you know, I like that a lot. And it looks like at some point that cloak that he's wearing ends up being a sort of cape. So they do have the sort of Superman, Black Adam look. And hearing that Henry Cavill is in fact in the movie at some point, I have to assume it's an end credit scene. Um, yeah, I think it's great. And I hope that both Henry and the studio are able to find a way to just move past all of the drama and all of the crap that happened with the Justice League and with these sort of Superman projects. Because it was rumored that Henry was hard to deal with. He felt he needed to be treated as a star and Warner Brothers wasn't doing that. And, you know, he backed Warner Brothers with the Snyder Cut in a way because he was the last, he was actually the only actor from that movie that didn't um, tweet out, release the Snyder Cut. But once it was confirmed ultimately by the studio, Henry came on Zack Snyder's Vero account and obviously announced it. So, you know, to me, he seems like a fan service guy too. Henry Cavill always loves his fans. He's always loved his fans. The only thing that worries me about the potential future of having Henry Cavill as Superman still is, you know, the rumors that are out there that he's in talks for James Bond. Kind of hard to do both. I feel like he would do both, but he does fit that James Bond role a little bit better than um, you would think. And that just worries me slightly. I hope that the whole James Bond thing, I hope they go with an actor that is not well-known. That sort of, we can, we maybe know him from a few minor things, but we can build him up um, into this icon that James Bond becomes. Like Daniel Craig, for me, he wasn't really anything until the James Bond movies. And then once I got to know him, I really like him as an actor. I hope they do something like that instead of casting an established guy in Henry Cavill. And that sort of leaves... Henry's slate open to just go full on into Superman. And yeah, like whether they want to just do a Black Adam versus Superman movie, that would be fine. Um, and it would sort of line up with other things, right? Because Superman has faced off against Batman. You have the Batman v Superman movie. So it would make sense to have another Superman versus whatever, you know? Superman versus Black Adam. The thing is, is 
this is going to be the only movie, I think, that is just Black Adam. Like, it's Black Adam's movie. I really don't see myself, personally, being interested in a Black Adam sequel, if that makes sense. And that's where it would kind of get tricky, right? Like, okay, so there's this Black Adam movie. Is the sequel going to be Black Adam 2? Like, is it going to be Black Adam's movie with Superman on the sideline? I hope not. I hope the next movie that they do here or that they announce is a Superman movie. I want to switch gears and just talk about the Batman universe really quick with Matt Reeves because not only has it come out that uh, he's building on these on this rogues gallery, uh, talking films, talking uh, side project shows, things like this for like, I think, Scarecrow, Clayface. Uh, there was another one in there. I can't remember the third one. Oh, uh, Professor Pig or whatever. These characters, these rogues gallery villains are going to fit in with Batman's world really well. Matt Reeves' world. And if he can continue making that side of DC as well, we're going to have just this awesome... Matt Reeves Batman universe and then separately we're going to have our DC Cinematic Universe which I personally need both in order to feel satisfied at this point I would be okay with just having the Batman universe but like I really want to see my DC characters that I've sort of grown up with here and I've watched like I want to see more Justice League projects with the characters that we already know I mean, there's already rumors out there that The Flash has been recast and that's totally okay with me. And that the second Flash movie, the script is actually already written, which is fascinating. So clearly, to me, that says Ezra Miller's out. Like after this movie, that's it. And they're going to replace him with George McKay. And if you don't know who George McKay is, he's the young actor, the main, basically the lead in the movie 1917. You can look him up. He's got that classic scene in 1970, in 1917, where he runs like half a mile and the camera just follows him. And like, there's all kinds of like explosions and stuff in the background from battle. And he's just running and running and he trips and falls and rolls over and keeps running through this battlefield, right? And that's the classic scene from that trailer and from that movie. But I think he would be a great casting choice, you know? I just think he would look the part. He would sort of have that sort of boyish charm that The Flash should have. And at this point for me, like I'm not that big of a Flash fan. So whatever direction they go, I hope it's just away from Ezra Miller at this point. I really hope that The Flash, the movie itself, is really good and Ezra does a great job and we sort of get this send-off for Ezra that he may deserve. But I'm willing to move forward with a new Flash. Um, and hey, listen, they're saying that at the end of The Flash, Ben Affleck's Batman is trapped in the timeline, is trapped in, a, in an alternate timeline. And Michael Keaton's Batman takes over as the DC Universe Batman. And I've given a lot of thought to this. And I think to myself, 
man, I want to see Ben Affleck's Batman in the Justice League at all times. But to be honest with you, I could have a Justice League movie with Michael Keaton's Batman as that Batman of the Justice League. I really could. If that's the direction they absolutely must go and there's no way around it, then fine. That's okay with me because I still have Robert Pattinson's Batman. And let's be honest, the fans are not going to be quiet forever. Or not, they're not going to be quiet, kept quiet, is what I'm trying to say, on Twitter, Instagram, etc. They want Ben Affleck's Batman. They want him back. Whether that's a solo movie, whether that's um, a project with other actors, you know, you could have a world's finest movie with Superman alone again, with them working together on a project. You could have Justice League movies. You could have solo Batman movies with Ben Affleck's Batman. And I really think that that is a direction they will eventually go. I really think Ben Affleck is not done as Batman. And we know he's in the he we know he's in uh Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. We know he shot some kind of academy of a cameo at the end of that one. So the it's it's laid out for us in a way. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna keep Zack Snyder's Justice League intact? We know that Walter Hamada was the only producer left at Warner Brothers who sort of was against the Snyder verse, was against Snyder's characters, who didn't want Henry Cavill back for Black Adam because he wanted to do a completely separate thing from anything Snyder did. He was fired the other day. He's officially gone. So Warner Brothers has entirely new staff at this point from the executives that were on board when the whole Snyder thing went down. I think there's not only potential for this Justice League to reconnect, for DC to find some sort of a head, whether that be Dwayne The Rock Johnson or James Gunn or whoever. We can have a DC universe that is really successful with some of the characters that we had before, all of the characters we had before, or just a few. I think either way, we're finally back with the DC Universe. And I can say quite honestly that I'm excited to go and see Black Adam now because I know that Henry Cavill's Superman is in it. That's exciting. I wanted my Superman back and he's back in some form. I really hope that Warner Brothers and DC can find a way to sign Henry Cavill and we can get a Man of Steel 2. We can get that sequel that like Henry Cavill is literally probably the only superhero that hasn't gotten a proper sequel besides Ben Affleck's Batman. And even then, you could consider that both Ben Affleck's Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman did get a form of a sequel in Justice League. But Justice League was so... It felt like cameos for Superman. That was more of a Ben Affleck sequel, in my opinion. Because Henry Cavill's barely in Zack Snyder's Justice League. He's just kind of in the end. Which is fine, and it was great content. Like, 
the fact that we have a movie out there with Henry Cavill Superman in the black suit, you know, with sort of the nightmare timeline and all that stuff, it's cool. And I think that one day we will see this again. We will see Zack Snyder's Justice League somewhere down the line. They're going to do it. Part two is inevitable. Part two is nigh. The end is nigh for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think it's going to happen because the fans just demand it. They really do. And there are toxic Snyder fans, and it's important to address those toxic Snyder fans and say, listen, this is not okay. And you guys are not the people that they're making this for. This, You guys are actually part of the reason that this stuff is not getting made because you're so toxic and you're so anti-anything Snyder that it puts a bad rap out there for you guys. And for the rest of us who actually like the Snyder content, who want Snyder content, we support Zack Snyder, but we don't bash other content. And that's the problem, is the toxicity of some of the fans and some of the bots. They call them Snyder bots because they're burner accounts, right? It's an easy subject to go and argue about. And these bots come on Twitter and they just give Snyder fans a bad rap. And that's why, ultimately, we still don't have, you know, any future plans for that side. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson appears from afar, to have reignited the DC universe. And for that, I thank him. I truly thank him. And I know we as fans are going to thank him after this movie regardless. Because, you know, any actor that puts 15 years of their life, their time into a project that they were maybe battling uphill for, and they just give it their time and their effort, yeah, I, I respect that. And I respect The Rock. And, you know, he's he's one of these actors who is on such a big scale. He, or he's on such a big stage, I mean. He's one of the guys that is always, always seen, right? Like, The Rock is so famous. He's one of the most famous celebrities on the planet. And it's getting to the point where talent is able to control the studio. It's a little scary because... The Rock could have some ideas that maybe doesn't align with what we hope for as fans, but he listens to the fans. The fans wanted Henry Cavill back, and he made that happen. That's what's important, and that's the difference for me between a studio and the talent being able to control the studio. Because ultimately, what The Rock said was the greatest superhero on the planet or the strongest force on the planet has been on the sidelines for too long and he brought him back. And that's huge. And I hope that in the future we get more projects where the talent controls the studio in the sense that I hope that we get the fan service that we deserve. And Marvel does that, right? Marvel has always done that, but that's from a studio side. It's fascinating to me that DC and Marvel are struggling from polar opposite things right now. And this is just my opinion. Of course, I've enjoyed the Marvel content, but I would argue also that Marvel is struggling for having too much content 
out there right now. And DC is polar opposite in the sense that they don't have enough content next to nothing. And that's just fascinating. These two titans of the comic book movie industry are battling it out in very separate ways right now. Marvel is just pumping out almost too much content, in my opinion, right now. And then DC is just struggling with content, where Black Adam is literally the only project um, that has been coming out for this year. That's kind of comic book movie-esque, besides the Batman, which is a completely separate universe. I'm excited. You should be too. This has been a lot of fun. It's nice to be back, back on the mic. I was uh, I was going to wait until after I saw Black Adam to do this episode, but I figured this would be an okay thing. You know, come on here, talk about the inevitable future of DC, and yeah, just share some thoughts pre-seeing the movie. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely going with a few of my friends for this one. Because I want not only my opinion, but I I would love some other opinions um, on Black Adam. So I look forward to talking to you guys about Black Adam at a later date. But for now, this has been Comic Book Movie Guy, the podcast. I thank you guys so much for coming out and listening to this one. Take it easy, and we'll talk to you on the next one.